of the packages fall down, hit the ground, bounce, and slide into the mail slot. That's uh, pretty freaking weird. So, so Esme, uh, I'm thinking we, we probably want to get this uh, this guy out of here. Yeah, but we're just talking about stealing the ambulance anyway. Well, I'm talking about, I mean, we, we can't just openly steal an ambulance. We have to... You said we were going to. We have to. We have to steal an ambulance without getting caught. The headlights of a van uh, turn on and blind you. Uh, oh, neat. Thanks. I'd say because the infrared camera. Would, <laughs> you know. Uh, there are two men there, both in suits and sunglasses. The men put the stuff in the car. They leave the glowing man to it. He turns and gives you one final inscrutable look before they duck him and put him into the back of the car. That was Friday night. It's Saturday or Friday night. Nope. It is now Monday. What did happened? we lose time? Uh, I mean, time passed. You can tell me what you guys did on Saturday and Sunday. I know that uh, Esme was here as part of a conference, and you know, Cindy lives here in Pittsburgh. Well, Cindy probably uh, probably had some Saturday road tests. Visited the barman, Chat Chatteruni. Yeah. Nothing, a drinkaruni, more like it. Well, I mean, he wasn't drinking. So, <laughs> not really, like, nothing, like, too, like, psychologically scarring, I think, happened on that. I mean, besides seeing the dead bodies. So, um, yeah. yeah. S- seeing those people all tore up was pretty rough, no matter what some people say. Some people are used to seeing dead bodies, Jeremy. Does our sanity ever go up? Yeah, y'all gained two points of sanity at the end of last session. Right, right, right. I remember at the end of the last one, didn't we, like, you gave us a choice to, like, try and do something? A personal pursuit? So, you are gonna have a home session, but we're not, not not enough time is passing right now, because an event is happening on Monday. Uh, I think Esme probably just spent a lot of time apologizing, and then, you know, did, did the rest of whatever commitments she had for that conference and slept as much as she could. So, uh, Monday rolls around. The conference is over. Uh, Esme is preparing for her flight home when she gets a call from an unknown number. Esme, would Esme pick up uh, unknown Uh, number calls? (laughs) No. It goes to voicemail. A voicemail's left. When you check that voicemail, you see, or you hear, rather, that it was Agent Karen saying, Agent... Kim, call me back. Oh, that's so ominous. Alright, I call her back. Agent Kim, you're still in the Pittsburgh area. I need you and Agent Christopher to check into a situation for me. Do you remember the friendly that you ran into on Friday? Sam Misner? I'm already at the airport. Answer my question. (laughs) I'm not going to get a refund for this. Are you going to reimburse me for this flight? Are you really concerned about that right now? Faintly. Yes, I remember the friendly. So, he has been committed to a psych ward. Uh, I need you and Christopher to figure out what's going on. See if he is going to compromise the conspiracy at all. 
and do what you can to get him out of there if everything's fine. I'll see what I can do about your plane ticket. That shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> well, if it shouldn't be an issue, I don't know why you were giving me shit about it. Where, which, which, uh, psych ward is he being held at? It's the, called the Western Pennsylvania Psychiatric Facility. There we go. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. Cindy, you get the same sort of Wait, why did you call. think I would know where the psych ward was, Jeremy? <laughs> Sorry. You said it's called the what? Just, just, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cindy, you get that call as well. Uh, it is, right now it's 9 o'clock on Monday morning. So I'm, I'm asking, but, but now I gotta ditch my work. Seems and I'm way, definitely yeah. asking if he's if 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 our handler is asking us to kill this person. <laughs> so so we should kill him. Then. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That shouldn't be your step one. He's a valuable resource. <laughs> and and Jeremy, out of out of character, can you remind me who this friendly was? Was this the security guard? So Sam Misner was the uh, fireman who called the uh, situation on Friday in because it was really fucked up shit in his words. Okay, and now he's in a psych ward. Gotcha. And now he's in a psych ward. So you want us to go and get ourselves into this facility and either extract him or convince him to ensure that he does not reveal secrets. So you need to find out why he's there, get him out if you can, and just figure out what happened, like what caused them to be in there. What if it's unrelated? We can't take that chance. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay. if it's unrelated, we can just leave him in there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be. This wouldn't I mean, be an episode no. Related, I assume. Um, I mean, we assume that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so is the the other lady the one who uh, is real grumpy? Is she gonna be there too? <laughs> who? Oh, you're talking uh, about Esme. Yes, yeah, your I'm partner is Esme. going to be there. <laughs> okay, we're partners. Now. So, uh, okay. So, why do I? I, I, I'm gonna guess. That I've got Esme's phone number. Esme, would you have given me your phone number? I would have given you one of them. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, I'm kind of assuming that y'all have your personal phones, and then you have your, like, duty phones, like, burner phones, that you use to stay in contact with each other when you need to. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, well, I'd give her give her a call. I um, do not answer that. You, you're not answering the call? <laughs> I don't answer a burner phone. Okay. Don't let it go to voicemail. <laughs> hey, hey, Peach. Uh, you probably got this call too. I was just gonna offer you a, a pickup, but um, since you're being a, a doofus, uh, I'll meet you there. <laughs> All so, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess I uh, may start making my way to the the place. I'm gonna call an Uber. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send Christopher a text message that says how many times texting works better. Texting works better. Okay. And I say lol. <laughs> well, I guess uh, won't we meet each other there? I'll just skip to that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to call an Uber because I'm still in travel mode. You travel to the Western Psychiatric Institute and Clinic of UPMC in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, it looks to be kind of a modern structure, brick-built, gray and red, lots of windows. Not exactly the most inviting facility you've ever seen. 
but it doesn't look like a drab prison or anything like that. Uh, so you go inside, you're able to get access to Sam, I assume using Esme's uh, credentials as a doctor. That is Hun, I, kn- I know that you've never like been to one of these places before, but if a doctor wearing a white coat and has a clipboard is walking quickly down a corridor, no one stops them. So right. I just put on my coat. <laughs> Let's see. I I don't think I I dress the part. I think I'm in like a black t-shirt that says like Porgs Live or something, <laughs> and, uh, and dark dark jeans. And I just sort of am uh, walking behind uh, Esme, trying to look small. Yeah, like I'll stop and orderly and be and say like. Remind me which room Sam Eisner is in, or whatever his name is. It Sam Eisner? <laughs> Sam Misner. Misner. I remember in game comic award person. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> uh, so you're able to find out which room he's in, and travel down the corridors uninterrupted and find him. So he's in one of the rooms. He looks up when you enter and looks massively relieved as soon as he sees you. What's up, Sam? You're, you're here. Oh, I, I wasn't expecting anyone to come, but I'm glad that you did. What's, uh, what's going on, Sam? What, how'd you end up here? <sighs> All right. So, yesterday, I was traveling home uh, from work last night uh, through Northview Heights, and I, I, I got involved in a little accident. Uh, it, it was, it was really weird. Um. The, the police got involved, and once they pulled the camera footage and they listened to my story, they threw me in here. I was near this grocery store, and I, I saw a cat crossing the road. I, I stopped my car, slowed down, let the cat pass, and then all of a sudden my car just lurches forward and just runs this cat down like i it, it jumped the curb ran into someone else's car the police got involved and at first i said that i lost control of my car but then they pulled some some surveillance video and they uh it, it it became very obvious that i didn't lose control of my car because i i anyway my my attorney has the video if you want to look at it uh, his name's bob plunkett it's, I, I I don't know what happened, but it was really strange. I'm going to need you to be a little bit more specific on how it was very obvious that you did not lose control of your car. So, if you watch the video, it looks like my car, like, turns straight for this cat, runs it over, and backs it up, runs over it again, and then runs over it again and then runs over it again it looks like i've got it out for this damn cat Uh uh-huh and you don't remember these repetitions no i remember being inside the car trying to stop it from running this damn cat over (laughs) but do you remember it going over it again and again yes i remember that okay I'm, i'm trying to establish whether he lost time or if something was possessing his car. Like, which... Because if he lost time, something could have been possessing him, and that would be a different sort of thing. 
uh, like when you're quizzing him, he he seems to remember exactly what happened, but the police seem to think that he went a little nutso and like drove his car over this, and now is blaming it on the car. Gotcha. Interesting. So so I'm gonna ask. Well, well what kind of car do you have? <laughs> A uh, Hyundai Sonata. Oh well, those Hyundai's... are notoriously haunted. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Esme side eye for a second, <laughs> and then uh, and then say, does this uh, car have any um any uh, how old's this car? It's a 2010. Okay, I'm gonna ask Esme to step out in the hall for a second. Rude. So so we're gonna walk out in the hall. Um, so I pull Esme aside and be like, you know what? Uh, this might this might be uh, be on us a little bit here. How is this on us? Yeah, I mean, us is in uh, you know the the company I work for. Uh, don't okay. don't say that its name. Um, but uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, like I was tell I don't know if I told you this story, and I recount to her the story that I was mentioning before about the, our cars being pretty bad about running o- over small animals, um, <laughs> which happened a few few weeks ago, and be like. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering, now we got, we got some weirdos that work here, and I'm wondering a little bit if maybe, <laughs> like, because we're running over lots of these guys, um, I wonder if somebody's got it out for them cats, but I don't see how they could, uh, uh, so I start kind of, like, my eyes get, like, lost over, and I start going on about how someone might have, like, put robotic controls in like all of the vehicles in the entire city because like somebody wants it out for all the cats as do you stop me at any point I'm, I'm gonna let you go for just a few minutes and i may be recording a little bit of this for youtube um but <laughs> um but it does give me an idea for how we could get him out of here because if we can tell them that he was participating in an experimental self-driving car program and that the computer had malfunctioned while he was supposed to be in control uh then perhaps we can blame it on faulty programming and not on a person who murdered a small cat well we don't i mean i don't like to think about it as murder i mean if that mean i'd be have murdered like 75 cats you really don't need to tell on yourself like that but (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I'm just trying to be honest with my partner. I use air quotes for that. Um, but I, uh, I, you know, I like I like this. You know, I got my Uber badge on me here, so I can like pretend to be like a fancy. Hey, let me, let me give me your coat. I need your coat. Uh, no. No, no, no. I just I just need it. I gotta cover up this porg shirt I'm, I got on. Here. <laughs> if I'm gonna, well, no. I don't know. Maybe I look more like a tech person. I mean, you I'm do look Wars very TV much shirt. like a tech person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With a porn shirt on. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to introduce yeah. um, Christopher as a uh, Uber programmer who is a specialist in this kind of malfunction, uh, yeah. and explain explain that this is definitely what happened. Yeah. And he didn't tell the police about the experimental program because in, in his despair over the death of the cat, he forgot that we had modified his car. Yep, checks out. Maybe, yeah. Any, yeah, it was late at night. You know, a couple of reasons. This guy just forgot he had been doing this testing for us on the side. But, uh, you know, gotta make that bread, right? Well, and I mean, he didn't know that the programming could malfunction in this manner. I mean, he's not an expert. Right. He's just a volunteer. Yeah, and uh, 
Yeah, is that going to be good enough, Jeremy? I got, I got more. We should tell Misner about our plan and our story so he can back us up. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so, so I guess uh, I had assumed we'd walk back in while we were having that conversation, bit of the conversation. Um, okay. When you said you had an idea, so uh, what, what does Misner think about sort of uh, us, us using this as a way to get him out? Like you don't want to be in here, right, Misner? No, I mean, if that, if you think that would get me out, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty pretty doable. So what you're going to say is say you're you're uh, a safety driver, right? That's our term. And you okay. were testing out this experimental software. Got that? You want me to write this down for you? No, I think I can remember that. All right. Oh, and if they do ask you, like, well, why was the car running over the cat? Just say it's a machine learning thing. It learns from uh, experiences. <laughs> okay. So it just, like, got in a loop, and it thought that, like, this is what it was supposed to be doing, okay? Don't, and we forgot to mention that to you, that these things do this. Don't, just, I'll take the blame on that one, okay? I'm gonna let y'all do two things. So, Esme, I want you to roll a medicine check, and Cindy, I want you to roll your uh, robotics. Robotics, like my, my ability to explain is that why I'd be yes. running robotics? Okay. Yes. Nice. Oh no. What do you mean? Oh no, you critical. Oh well, he fumbled. No, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, I just looked like an idiot, I guess. <laughs> wow. Okay. So Cindy, you're able or Esme rather, you're able to get Doctor Who's in charge of Sam here into the room and you say, Hey, I brought this this expert who Sam is working for to kind of, you know, explain what's going on. And Cindy gets incredibly technical <laughs> and detailed into what <laughs> she's trying to explain. So much so that the doctor's eyes just kind of glaze over and he like waves his hand and says, listen, that's all well and good, but, you know, there's an investigation going on right now. Like, what what you're saying kind of makes sense to me. He, you know, Sam was, he didn't have any alcohol or drugs. He tested clean. Uh, he doesn't look or act like he's unstable, but uh, I, I, I can't release him. Uh, you're going to have to go through the police department. Is he under arrest? I mean, if if killing cats is against the law, lock me up. Stop! Stop telling people that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is Jeremy. This is very specific. Is he under arrest? So he was not under arrest. He was put here because the officers felt like he was a danger to himself and others. But he has already been evaluated, and the doctor is now telling me that he does not appear unstable. Is he, has he been evaluated as a danger to himself after your evaluation? No, he doesn't seem Then so. you cannot legally keep him here against his will. Okay, yeah, y'all can use that argument to get Sam out, although he is still going to be under the police investigation. Well, that's perfectly understandable, and, and I'm sure they're going to want him to check in uh, to an appointed doctor for further wellness checks. Right. But he doesn't have to physically be restrained, so they cannot restrain him. <laughs> now, I know that they 
you know, physically could, and they might violate his human rights, but I'm going to fight with that. No, yeah, they're they're not going to do that. They're going to let y'all take him out of here, if that's what y'all want to do. If Cindy had been able to pass that robotics roll, then it would have cleared everything. Yeah. Uh, the well, medicine check was good enough to get him out of here. All right. Uh, go ahead and give yourself a check mark in robotics if you didn't. Yes. <laughs> Didn't know enough with my 51 robotics. <laughs> Jeez. You were very, very close to getting a critical success, but just, just not quite. All right, y'all got Sam out. What do y'all want to do now? Uh, we should go check his car and see if there's any, like, haunted artifacts in it. Yeah. So his car is at the impound lot gotcha. uh, because it's part of the investigation that's going on. Well, maybe. Well, I guess I, it's not at what an are impound they lot since it was just part of a... Uh, accident it'd probably be at like a towing place yeah i mean i'm not sure exactly what the what what he would even be under investigation for i mean animal cruelty i mean is it is it the, really the cool whole reason to, to that the over? police got involved is because when he lost control of his car he hit a couple of parked cars oh gotcha okay so yeah when they were investigating the accident they pulled the surveillance footage and that called his sanity into question. Gotcha. So you're gonna go to, uh, we'll call it Uptown Towing. All right. Let's investigate that car. What exactly are y'all looking for? So I'm, I am gonna look to see if there is a computer in it somewhere. I Just mean, it's a I'm, car. Yeah, there is not the <laughs> sort of computer you expect for a self-driving car. Just the normal amount of computer. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I, I assume while I'm doing a very unintuitive thing, Esme is being a lot more normal and looking in, like, the cabin. <laughs> and the trunk. And the tires to see if there's still blood on them. Because maybe, maybe it's not a cat, Esme. What if he didn't run over a cat? I mean... Both of you make search checks. Uh, Esme, you're going to be at plus 20 since you're searching regularly. Okay. Oh no. Yeah, no, yeah. We we both oh. uh we know it's a car. This here's a car. <laughs> oh boy. Alright. That was neither of you have any like heavy machinery or automotive skill, right? I've got ten percent got ten percent in heavy machinery, but that's standard. I've got uh, there's not an automotive yeah. skill. It's drive. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no. 20 standard. Okay. Give yourself both check marks and search then. You look over the car, but you see that there's some damage, but it seems to be mostly superficial. The car is still in drivable condition. There doesn't seem to be anything mechanically wrong with the car. Like you're able to get it to start up. You're able to drive it a little way. It looks like someone like came by and stole the hubcaps off the car. Sam even, like, cusses a little bit about it, but un un unfortunately, that that's all you're able to find out from the car. Like, there doesn't seem to, to be anything wrong. I turn to Sam and say, hey, can you search this car for us? Can he get a search roll? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, like, looks at you and says, well, the hubcaps are missing. Everything else seems to be in here. It really sucks to have spent like 300 bucks on those rims. Really? Where'd you get them? Uptown rims. Let's go see what kind of crazy runes they're drawing on their on their rims. 
What? <laughs> Look, I've got nothing. Yeah. Let's go check out Maybe. the hubcaps. They're missing. Maybe they Were drew they some hubcaps? symbols. I don't know. Maybe they drew no, some I'm, symbols I'm that summoned a demon um, or something. He did mention that the attorney had the video footage of the accident, if you wanted to watch that. That's that's Jeremy speak for the hubcaps are nothing. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can let y'all go everywhere if you want. No, it's I fine. We'll go to the attorney. Can we take the car with us? Yeah. I mean, same bitches about having to pay the high holding fee. Can we pay that for him? Oh, uh, you can. Go ahead. If you want to. It's can I not... try a Jedi mind trick first? <laughs> you can try, and it has absolutely no effect. But The no, person it... working there looks at you funny. That's it. I show him the t-shirt. And like, porgs, right? You're excited. The, per- the person the working War. there is like, what's a porg? <laughs> no, for the Star War. They've, they've never seen it. excited. This one over here, this guy over here, he's excited. Guy <laughs> smiles at me, but he has no teeth. The guy who you're talking to, like, leans over to the desk and says, The Last Jedi is everything wrong with this new generation of Star Wars movies. <laughs> and, and what is that? That it's, that they make some bad strategic choices? Uh, he goes into a 30 minute long diatribe. Oh god. Cool. He mansplains the movie to you. Nice. Do I get experience for that? <laughs> nope. Do I learn the most, anything? The most you get is aggravated. Can I get a uh, check mark in survival for not getting arrested for assault? <laughs> ooh, ooh. I've got 40 <laughs> in unarmed combat for no reason. Oh my god. Can I, can I use that? <laughs> You're gonna get in a fist fight with somebody over a movie. I don't Not yet. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. All right, we, uh, we pay. Maybe I, you know, I pay for for part of the the fee, make it a little bit easier on Sam, and then we, uh, we get out of there. Maybe head to his uh, attorney's office. Hey everyone, it's Jeremy. Thank you for joining us on this first month of Case Cell. This will be the last episode for this month, but then we'll be back on in February. No change in scheduling or anything. Uh, so I hope y'all have been enjoying listening to the investigations that we've been doing so far. Uh, still got a little bit more of a backlog from where we're at, so look forward to uh, a couple more months of investigation and adventure uh if you like what you're hearing definitely go check out some of our other stuff john's got his website jonathancush.com with his research and film essays tabitha's got her etsy store quiet nova and she's actually gonna be at comic-con at the bjcc in birmingham this weekend uh, so if you're in that area, definitely go check her out. Say hey. Um, we'll probably have some K-Cell stuff there. And I'll definitely have some copies of my novel. Uh, if there's still some time once this comes out, if you want me to sign one and personalize it to you and you plan on being there, be more than happy to do that for you. You can also pick up it up at Amazon. Uh, you can just search for my name, Jeremy Cush, and you can easily find it. Uh, definitely want to shout out Art Dream and Mission and Ketza. Uh, Ketza did our uh, intro and outro song, Mission Ready, 
and Art Dream wrote this wonderful game, Delta Green. Uh, you can reach out to us at memoriesofcasecell at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Twitter now. Uh, we are at members of Cell, so you can find us that way. I'll be announcing whenever we uh, launch new episodes or if there's anything going on. Um, and speaking of that, I'm actually uh, after the you know we just started playing. Uh, she just couldn't stay away. No, no. Here, uh, then we're playing another. Uh, pre-made adventure, and I'm actually in the process of writing an adventure for uh, this podcast. So if you're interested in that, uh, you can uh, tweet about us on Twitter uh, with hashtag queso. Uh I'm going to be trying to get some NPC names together. So if you're interested in helping spread the word do that and I'll might pick your name to be an NPC. Uh, anyway I'm going to let you get back to the investigation and we'll be seeing you. Uh, you find yourself in Bob Plunkett's office after some brief introductions, he sits you down in front of an old CRT TV with a VCR hooked up to it. Pops in the video cassette from the uh, grocery store's old ass security footage. Uh, you see grainy footage of the outside of Smith's groceries. Uh, it's timestamp for 7:45 previous evening. You uh, see a large disheveled tortoise shell cat beginning to cross the street headed towards the store the uh hyundai sonata that is sam misner's uh slows apparently to let it pass when suddenly it peels rubber veers onto the sidewalk and flattens the helpless cat running into a car in the process uh i I inadvertently cheer a little bit when when that happens (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have you committed. <laughs> the, uh, the whole scene plays out pretty much as Sam describes. The car backs back and forth, runs over it again. It's definitely kind of disturbing for anyone who has any sort of empathy towards small animals. See, I wasn't cheering like the cat being hit. I was like, that's some good driving, obviously. That good driving involves going up on the curb and hitting other cars. Do what you got to, right? No. Anyways, okay, so with with our experienced Delta Green eyes, do we see anything that indicates like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a goblin or whatever? So Esme can make a search check. Oh, I already did that and it was bad. Cindy can make either a search or a computer science check. Wait, a computer science check for what? For, for this. For, what? for this for situation. Video. For pulling the video out and digitally enhancing it to see if you can figure out anything else. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can believe that. Okay. Ooh, you nice. did really good. Great work. So Cindy pops the video cassette out and is able to take it to, like, you happen to know a computer nerd friend who uh, specializes in uploading and digitizing 
old media like this. Yep. Uh, so, I do so you're actually able to... have a friend that literally does that for their job. <laughs> yep. That's great. Yeah. So after about an hour, you're able to get this footage back, and you start scrolling through it frame by frame, uh, zooming in, enhancing the resolution, you know, Blade Runner style. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Changing the angles. Yep. Just like you can do with 2D me- media. <laughs> And you can see a grainy and blurry, but recognizable Sam Misner in the driver's seat. Uh, He is definitely and frantically trying and failing to control the car. Uh, At one point, uh, his hands are completely off the wheel, and it seems to turn itself to home in on the cat. Mm. And Esme, you notice that the car seems to be glowing or smoking in some sort of chain-shaped pattern that's across the wheels when it first starts lurching forward. Alright, that's interesting. What shape uh, was it? Uh, kind of like links of a chain. Huh. Uh, uh, both both of you make sanity checks. Oh, why? That's perfectly normal. You're I'm... right, it is perfectly normal. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I think it's super cool. Cindy is perfectly <laughs> fine with this. Cindy even approves. <laughs> yeah, you're both intrigued by that, but you're not 100% sure if it was real or if it was some sort of artifact. Uh, you can use this uh, enhanced footage to uh, help with Sam's case that he did in fact lose control and tried to control his car. It just malfunctioned in some bizarre way. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should definitely point that out to the attorney so he can take that to the uh, police and get get the uh, charges dropped. Uh, I'll say that uh, with uh, Cindy's good, good computer science roles, she could even scrub the footage a little bit to remove the uh, glowing, the glowiness. Yep, yep, I'm down with that. And is it, was it like the whole car glowing? What, the part that seemed to be glowing was the wheels themselves. The wheels. Kind of around the hubcap region. So it was the hubcaps. See, and, and, and uh, Tabitha, you were saying that the hubcaps were a red herring. <laughs> no, Jeremy. Jeremy indicated that they were a red herring because he didn't want us to get there yet. Because he has a time slot to fill, apparently. All right. I'm glaring so I'm going to turn to Sam again and be like, so Sam, these hubcaps, nothing special about them. Where did you get these? I mean, I bought them like three years ago from Uptown Rims. Three years ago? Wait. Yeah, okay. We're okay. at Uptown Toe, not right now, right? Is Uptown no. Rims, like, right next door? <laughs> so, Uptown Towing, you left about an hour ago. Okay, right, right. We're at the, the we're attorney's at the office. Lawyer. Yeah. Well, you yeah. were at the attorney's office, and now you're wherever you go to digitally enhance well, video. I thought we were going back to the attorney's office to clear Sam's name. Yeah, you can do that. We want to get the fuzz off of his back so that they don't notice all of the Let's crazy things yeah. that he's actually been doing. I think that sounds doing. good. Okay. Yep. You're able to get the uh, footage into the attorney's hand. He says he can definitely use this to help get some of the heat off of Sam. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the I'm gonna say well we also need to make sure that this car stays in our possession too that they're not gonna try and and get it now that they know they can see for sure that the car is. Uh, malfunctioning i'll just say i mean the insurance company might want to inspect the car to figure out what happened uh well that's only if he files a claim well 
it really depends on the people whose cars he hit. If they've already filed the claim, then their insurance companies are definitely going to be pressing for more info. Okay. Well, as long I mean as long as the the fuzz don't get, cut her up, I think that's that's our main thing we don't want happening. I'm pretty sure the police don't often chop cars that they haven't already right. seized. No, no, no. But see, here's, <laughs> here's the thing, right? So we're going to show them this video and to say like, hey, look, obvious, because they, they were just like, this dude's a lunatic. Like, he just ran into all these cars and blah, 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 blah. But now we're going to give them this video and be like, no, look, he like totally didn't do anything wrong because they're like, great. But then also like in the process of doing that, we're going to be like, and here's a demon car. <laughs> and then, like, so I feel like they're going to be like, great, he's fine, that car is going nowhere. And we probably don't want the car to go anywhere, like, you know, that isn't in our possession for the moment. I mean, they'll have had his That's... Um, license plate number. They'll just say that you have to make this road safe before operating again. So, Cindy, I yeah. want you to make an intelligence times five check. Okay, I did the, I did the intelligence You check. did the intelligence. Okay. So you've been examining this footage for a little while now, uh, and you're pretty focused, and something about this whole situation seems a little bit familiar to you. And then you remember, almost a week ago, last Tuesday, you were performing a test drive in the same neighborhood, and you were passing by the same grocery store at about the same time, and you hit a tortoiseshell cat. Which you didn't yeah, get a I great remember. look at, but it does eerily feel much like the same cat looks. The more you look at this video, the more convinced you're getting that cat that Sam hit is the same cat that your car hit a week ago. I mean, how would he tell? He hits cats constantly. He aims for Well, them. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Not no, the cars do that. Oh, we I just see. taught the cars to do that. <laughs> um, so so yes, and and I brought up that incident earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you're did. saying that now that now I'm sort of like thinking, hmm, these uh, this particular cat looks identical to the one that I like collected and buried somewhere uh, a week ago. No, y'all didn't collect it and bury it. You left it there and had the animal control come pick it up oh yeah that sounds right you're pretty sure that when you ran over the cat it was around 7:45 in this exact yeah. same spot a week ago yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the um the uh the video footage from the car um that i was driving that time yeah see if i can get get a look at the the cat that was on a that we ran into in the same spot. So, unfortunately, because of how grainy the security camera footage is from Smith's Groceries, you're not able to get a 100% confirmation, but if you're pretty sure that these cats look pretty similar. Mm -hmm. In fact, make a sanity check. and, And I'm guessing the cats were acting very similar. Yes, they were. I'm okay with it though. By by the skin of your teeth, yeah. There there is enough uh, ambiguity that you're not 100% convinced that they were the same cat, but it is kind of creepy and concerning. Wait, why am I not convinced that it was the same cat? Why are you not? convinced? I thought I was. No, I thought I was convinced they were the same cat. 
I mean, you can be convinced. I didn't lose sanity, but... Yeah, like... Yeah, I think I'm convinced that the same cat. Okay. Like, this is really weird, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, I tell Esme as much. Hey, a week ago, I killed this same cat. I think we should go to this grocery store and see if either there's a haunted cat that keeps getting killed over and over again, or if there is a colony of identical cats that needs to be removed, because clearly they are controlling cars. Yeah, I think visiting the this scene here, which seems like something we should have done earlier, <laughs> uh, is uh, definitely on on our agenda. So let's let's go do that maybe. All right, so it's about lunchtime when you'll get to Smith's Groceries. Do they have a deli here? We're gonna get some lunch. Fill your pockets up with French fries again? <laughs> no. I I'm wondering if Cindy's one who who keeps soiling around for the heck of it. <laughs> Just for fun. So may- yeah, so maybe I pull out one of those Soylent snack bars and I offer one to Esme. Hey, you, you want some? I swear it's not people. <laughs> Esme disdains this entirely. All right, so we were walking into the grocery store. Yeah, so uh, you walk into the grocery store and there is a clerk there just starting his shift. It's about uh, one o'clock now. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing, doing all right. Are you stoned? Um, now I don't ask him that. Uh, we're doing fine. Hey, uh, how long have you, uh, worked here? Mm. I'd say I've been here the past, uh, six years, maybe? Seven? Seven. Seven years. Seven years. I finger a little container of Pringles and I put it on the, on the counter. What else can you tell me? Any, anything weird been happening around here? He kind of gives you a look and says, weird, like what? Like, I don't know. I grab a Snickers bar and I put it on the counter. <laughs> you know, anything. He, he like, absentmindedly is scanning them. Says, um, <laughs> well, I mean, there's the cat. Yeah, it's a, it's a cat, huh? Tell, tell me about, about what what this cat. Well, alright, so, so where'd, you, where'd you hear about this, by the way? Oh, you know, I uh, I grab a, a Reese's uh, cup and I put it on the counter. Um, a friend of ours. I just heard that there was a good story here. He kind of squints his eyes a little bit at you and says, Hey, I remember you. You're the one that hit the cat the first time. That uh, Well, technically, technically, sir, that is not true. I was not driving the car. What do you mean the first time? Yeah, and that was the first time. O- okay, so, so, you know... Last Tuesday, you you hit that cat, and it was it was sad all around. You know, yep, I was I, crying. I always hate it whenever whenever cat gets hit, but you know I didn't think nothing of it. And then and then on Wednesday, I was standing out front taking my smoke break. It was kind of a quiet night, and I see someone walking their dog, and their dog broke free of their leash. And ran down and attacked this cat that was crossing the street right where you hit it. It was it was uh, it was horrible seeing another cat die that same way. But I didn't really think much of it at the time. But then Thursday happened, and I was I was actually getting robbed. Someone was waving their pistol around in here, and it went off. And I ducked down. They reached over. They grabbed the cash and ran. When I stood back up, I looked, tried to see if I, uh, make sure everyone was okay, and I looked outside, and I saw that cat dead in the road with, from the bullet that hit it. 
that that's when it really started seeming weird. So, so Saturday, I wasn't able to make it out. I, I had a line of customers, and the Saturdays tend to be kind of busy. I go outside, and the the cat's in the road again, torn apart. I call the animal control people, and they're starting to get weirded out by this too, because these similar-looking cats keep dying each day. It's so weird. And then, and, uh, go ahead. and then last night, you know, that that fireman, he he just his car just went and ran that cat over, over and over again, squished it right flat. Huh. So do you ever see these cats before they're, you know, getting killed? I mean, like, I see them crossing the road sometimes. I don't, I'm not always able to get out there and look at it. All right, but so. I, I mean, be- here, you don't believe that, me, do you? Here, step, step back here. Let me show you something. I shouldn't be doing this, but here, let me show you this. And he pops a VHS tape into the VCR. He's kind of clipped together security footage of all of these cats being killed in these different ways. You really shouldn't be showing me this cat snuff film. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I, I Esme, do you can make look... a sanity check. Why am I making a sanity check? Because it's really weird oh. watching all of these cats die in the same way. I disagree. Uh, looks like we're both all right. Yeah, you're both good. Yeah, no sanity loss. It's it's really fucking weird, though. So, so you see these cats from here sometimes, but you only really see them when they're about to get killed or they're already dead, right? There's a lot of cats in this neighborhood. I mean, there's there's this old lady that lives about a block away that I mean, I'm sure you've heard of a cat lady before, but she takes the cake. Like, she just kind of feeds them all. Just... I, I don't know. There, there's just a lot of cats. We've had. Uh, she doesn't have too many neighbors, so there's no one really to complain about it. But, but I mean, I I've seen these cats before. If that's what you're asking, I'm not sure I really understand the question. So, so I'm just saying the. Do you recognize any of the cats that you've seen be be hurt? Had you seen them any time before they got hit by cars or shot or whatever? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I don't know him by name or anything like that, but you know, sometimes <laughs> one cat looks like another. Is there anything... Uh, so you said they, they, they're a lot of times crossing the street. They always go in the same direction? Yeah, they're... Well, you just watched the video footage, man. You can see. Yeah, but, you know, uh, what, what's, what's over there? Pointing to sort of where the cats have been going. Anything over there? Like, the way that they're going or the way they're coming? Either. Like, they're coming over here to the grocery store. You can see that in the footage. They're coming from that neighborhood back there where that cat lady lives. And what's her address again? And I don't know, man. It's somewhere on Stratford. All right. What's the house look like? I mean, I've been there a time or two to take her some groceries when she couldn't get out. But uh, it's this uh, two-story home kind of run down. I'm pretty sure she's the only one left living in that neighborhood on that street. Thanks for your help. You know, I don't think I'm going to be needing... No, no, no. I'll go ahead and get the snack. I'll go ahead and get the snack. <laughs> what, what's that going to be? Yeah, so he, he rings you out, and now you have a bunch of junk food. Hey, cosmic brownies aren't junk food. They're a special treat. 
how cosmic are those cosmic brownies? Is uh, <laughs> is it uh, legal to partake in Pennsylvania yet? No, they're just they're just the regular. I think that's the Little Debbie brand. Yes, it name. is. I'm just I was just being a good old wholesome person, Jeremy. Not mm-hmm. talking about drugs. Yeah. A good wholesome person that programs cars to murder cats. I didn't program them. They just learned from somebody. Somebody ran over a bunch of cats, and the cars just figured that was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. That somebody train just was doing training driving and driving around the city, and. Uh, they hit a couple of cats, and the cars thought that was what they were supposed to do. So you think that if a child grows up to be a serial killer, the parents are blameless in the matter? Uh, legally, yes. <laughs> what about morally? You're the one with the ethics degree. What What if the parents uh, are also serial killers, and they raise their child to believe that that's okay? Are they still be Jeremy? They're full of blame. You know, there's an answer to everything, Jeremy. I need more coffee. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out of mine too. Anyway, I think we should go check out this old lady. What do you think? Yeah, we definitely need to go check out this old lady. See what she's doing to these cats. As we're walking over there, I assume we'll we'll just walk over, right? So I'm chit-chatting. I'm like, you know, do you think she, you know, maybe this is harmless. Maybe she just trained these cats to go like pick up her groceries for her. You know, and they just start making a lot of trips, and it just so happens that's why a lot of them are getting killed. I mean, the the idea that there are a lot of cats in the area and that they would be therefore more likely to get hit by cars is totally valid. But the fact that it's happening around the same time every night with a very similar, if not identical, cat every night in the same spot every night—I mean, yeah. technically, yes, there is well, a non-zero chance that that could just happen. But it's so unlikely. I'm feeling less that this is less supernatural, like, every moment, though. Because, like, what cats look similar? Siblings. What do cats have? Lots of kitten. When do people get hungry? Around 7 o'clock at night. What? I feel like she's just sending them out to get submarine sandwiches for her. Like... I'm thinking thinking more and more that this is, like... Just not even worth our time. Like this is totally explainable. If Besides she's the able, whole, like, okay. So supernatural stuff aside, if she's able to train cats to fetch groceries, uh, then yeah. it's definitely worth our time, no matter what. If it's if it's supernatural or not. <laughs> what you got? You got some? You got some YouTube hookups? You I wanna, mean, you wanna that sounds amazing. Get into that. Get that YouTube money. That's right. <laughs> All right. Are we there yet, Jeremy? think it's an internet issue oh my laptop's just garbage garbage it's old it's garbage sorry sorry your laptop's a bit <laughs> jeremy what yeah, about the okay. the computer you stole from me is that one working better <laughs> um no uh, like i didn't steal a computer from you so i don't know what you're talking about well then why was tabitha laughing if, uh... <laughs> what do you mean why was she laughing tabitha's always laughing she's a jovial person calling her oh yeah oh uh, when when people think about tabitha they think what a joker how fun and funny and laughing all of the time that's me true story <laughs> so so jeremy are you gonna yes. are you gonna actually be a game master or are you just gonna sort of no we're just gonna hang out today 